Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. At 10. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Kimberly Bradshaw. And it seems like a few weeks since we've done this, Kimberly. It feels like years, actually. <laughs> for a range of reasons, we weren't available for the past couple of weeks, but we're back to talk to you about what's going on in the world of employment and HR. And I hate to say, and COVID. It's a big thing again, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we can't not talk about it. I've had clients ringing left, right and centre about, what should we do about this? What should we do about that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, a few days ago, it was a question of, or a few weeks ago, it is plan B going to come? Are we going to be back to working from home? Um, we're clearly back there. Omicron, or as I think the sun so nicely called it, Omigod, um, is clearly a big threat to us. It's interesting to see what's going on, though, because we've got the work from home advice. I'm not sure it's quite having the impact it did before. No, I think, you know, so many people are fed up with it and want to go back to normal. But, you know, at the same time, are they actually realising the, the level of the threat? And, you know, is plan B enough? Mm being you know normally I'm optimistic but I don't think it is given the rate of growth of um, Omnicom Crom um, and you know as Chris Whitty said I think it was yesterday you know we've got two pandemics going simultaneously with Delta and yes. Omicron yes and one on top of the other I think was yeah. how he nicely phrased it and that's why the numbers are so high yeah um, really we need to be on sort of plan G by now not plan B yes the difficulty we've got right now, though, is it's very clear that certainly as of a couple of days ago, Boris couldn't get a plan C or a plan D through the house. So I wonder to what extent we're now at a point where we, uh, dare I say, need employers to step up and take some of the lead. Um, if we have our people coming into work and mixing and socialising, all we're going to have is large numbers of people sick and not isolating next week or the week after, surely. Exactly. And, you know, I think it's it's troublesome that uh, we don't have a more firm directive from the government for whatever reasons. Um, as you said earlier, we won't go into politics. Uh, but even with the being told by the government that you must do this, there were lots of people that weren't doing what they should do. And just having advice, I don't think goes far enough. So it's got to come down to the employers to make sure that their employees mm. are safe. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting watching what's going on there and where we go. The other bit that caught my interest with all of this, I don't know if you saw, the IMF actually have said that the UK government ought to prepare to bring back furlough. Yes, and if that's not a clear indication of potential issues in the future, I don't know what is. Yeah, so watch this one carefully. I mean, the numbers yesterday were something like 32% up in one day. Um, so I think we've got to watch what happens over the next couple of days. We may be, even by the time you and I talk, this time next week for what will be our last HR in 10 of the year. Um, you know, even by the time we do that, I think we may see some very rapid movement, a reason to rethink some of this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I think the next few days are going to be crucial. And, you know, all we can do is wait and see what's going to happen. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about SSP. Um, again, it's one of the odd things that's come out of COVID, isn't it? Because we know for a long time the government said SSP shouldn't be a barrier, therefore we will pay it from day one if you've got COVID or isolating. And we'll fund it. But the funding went at the end of September from the government. Um, and we've now got some interesting views on whether SSP is enough. Yes, I mean, I know the survey from the CIPD that you're referring to, and I think it was 62%, uh, just looking at the stats, believe that the rate is too low. Yes. And even that even has the support of employers who actually also feel that they can't afford yes. it. Yes, so, there was a... There was a group that was 57%, I think it was, of employers that actually felt because they were in the SME sector that any increase in SSP was going to hurt them financially and be difficult for them to achieve. But in spite of that, they also felt that SSP had to increase, taking the really simple view that, and we've heard many politicians try and avoid answering the question, but could you live on £96.35 a week? Um, and the answer for most people is, of course they can't. Mm. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, I suppose in some ways, you know, some countries don't provide any sick pay, but equally there are those that provide a lot more than us. And I don't know what the solution is, because if employers can't afford it, I suppose, you know, they could look at potentially taking out insurance policies on sickness to get uh, payment that way but it's a big big money, dilemma but the money still has to come from somewhere the insurance exactly. product doesn't work unless the premiums across the you know, yeah. range actually cover the cost paid out so exactly um, i think it's a problem and it's something we're going to have to find a way of addressing just in case um this government didn't have enough major problems to resolve. I think this is another one that's going to come out of the COVID era, for want of mm. a better way of putting it, as something that needs some serious focus on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Shall we look at the monster survey now? Let's. Because before we do, there was one other point that really caught my attention on that SSP. And that's quite a shocking number that 17, I think it's 17 and a half or there about percent of the workforce actually are not eligible for SSP and it's about five and a half million people who fall off the uh, radar of SSP because yeah. they're either below the earnings limit or, or self-employed yeah or self-employed and uh, again it just focuses that the system doesn't work in the format it currently exists yeah definitely yes I forgot that little nugget yes I thought it was a really useful one. But yeah, let's let's talk about monsters, if you like. Yes, I mean, I thought they had a really good survey recently about what employees want from their employers. Mm. And what the biggest thing was that 34% of employees wanted care and support from their the people that employ them. And, you know, you and I bang on so yes. much about employee engagement. Yes. And this is a key tenant of... Yep employee engagement yes. and you know does that indicate that there isn't enough care and support out there or there are what? those that appreciate I'm, it and get it i'm going to bring in another piece of research and let's keep talking yeah. about the monster survey but i'm going to throw yeah. something else in kpmg and the rec did yeah. some research 
and they've actually shown that starting salaries for permanent jobs are going at rising at record rates. They've risen every month since March, and yet they are still rising at record rates, and they said it is not sustainable. And the reason I put that out there is what employers are doing is saying, we can't find the people, let's put the pay rate up. And your survey, the monster survey, proves it's the wrong answer. Now, I'm not going to say it's totally wrong. Yes, perhaps pay does need addressing. But what we know is employees want to feel that they're cared about. They want to yeah. believe that their welfare um, is important to their employer, that they will be supported when they have issues. And, you know, you said 34%. I'm going to take that a step further. 60% of them, it was either the first or second most important factor when taking a new job. Mm. You know, if you're thinking about how to solve your hiring problems, you've got to find a way of getting on the face of the advert information that shows you're a caring employer. You need to find a way in an interview of showing that you're a caring employer and you're going to look after your people. Salary's great. And that might just open the door to attract them to see the advert. But mm. if you don't solve this problem, you're not going to crack your recruitment problems, are you? No, exactly. And that's so important in the light of the fact that so many organisations can't afford to increase their salaries. Yes. You know, we've got clients that we know running at a deficit at the mm. moment and they've got employees calling out for pay rises, which, you know, they'd love to do, but they can't. Yes. So, so uh, many of those... Are, um, I was going to say in the public sector, but it's not necessarily the public sector. It's any that is on a long-term contracted rate. We've seen organisations in the care sector, in childcare provision, that because their contracts are you know, written out for multiple years at a time, everything's locked down. And we've got yeah. this wage inflation and there's just no scope to yeah. add anything more because there's no money in the pot because the mm. contract's locked down for the next two, three years. Exactly. You know, it applies to the not-for-profit sector where, you know, particularly the smaller ones where, you know, they're running hand-to-mouth after all of this that's been going on. Yep. And it's about how do you show those things, become an employer of choice, do simple, caring yeah. things that cost little. Kimberly, yeah. um, HR in 10, you know, we have a couple of week break and still we come back and we talk for too long. Um, We've been going for about 11 minutes, so I think it's time for us to wrap up for today. Yes, well, let's hope we can be a little bit more cheerful next week. Indeed. I think the uh, COVID numbers might have an impact on our ability to do that. But perhaps we'll turn up in festive dress or something. You can come and Yeah, Santa we'll Claus. do that. Even if the news is bad, we'll look cheerful. Absolutely. Well, thank you for watching, and we will see you again same time next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.